The following program is a work of fiction and falsehood that is not meant to be interpreted as actual fact. The views expressed in this program are not necessarily those of the broadcaster or the management thereof. This program deals with morbid themes and grotesque humor. Listener discretion is advised. Hello! I am glad you're here. I'm media disruption developer Kai Hubris, and this is EurekaCast, now, where science meets technology, meets you. With me, as always, is Professor Roman Me- Rowan Meadowlark from the Simon Amy Institute of Spirit Sciences. Are you here, Rowan? Uh, hello, and, um, <coughs> excuse me, I'm a little parched right now. Uh, mm. Hello! Um, it's so wonderful to be back um, on the Ro- program. Rowan, are you... You doing okay? It, you sound a little uh, like there's something a little wrong. Well, <laughs> well, yes, yes, Kai. I am partaking in a. Is there uh, a gas? Is there another gas leak, Rowan? No, no, I told not you. You gotta check those lines out. Not, not, not an unscheduled gas leak. Uh, n- no, quite to the. Um, I've Wait, been, I've is been, it a scheduled gas leak? N- no, not that either. I've been, <clears throat> I've just been, <clears throat> um. I have just been uh, taking part of a radical new diet program that Simon Amy's Solutions for Wellness have just put out, and I'm, my mm. body is still adjusted, adjusting to the to the to the health that is currently. <coughs> do you do you need a, a minute? A minute, Rowan. It sounds like you're really going through something right now. N- no, I'm I, I I am just fine. Thank you so much, Kai, for asking. I'm I'm I I am Rowan. I'm very I'm very concerned about you, as you know as much as as much as anyone I would imagine that the body needs certain nutrients to to survive. Are you making sure you're getting all of your macro and some of your micronutrients? Well, uh, the fact of the matter is, is that um, this specific diet program that I am partaking in uh, is is less about the acquisition of nutrients and more about the removal of toxins uh, through the through the skin, mm. um, through pumping it in. And if you hear me drinking, um, I have a, a, a I, this is a nutrient supplement that is enabling this. <laughs> Enabling this and uh, keeping me going strong. Rowan, can you please describe some of these toxins? Now, I'm always really weary when I hear the word toxins because it seems very vague and indescriptive. What What are these toxins that you are trying to remove from your body and why? Well, it is actually one of the most insidious toxins that is present in in culture today um, and throughout history. Um, there have been more deaths attributed to this 
particular toxin um, than any other in in the world that's known of. Um, and uh, what I'm referring to is, mm. of course, dihydrogen monoxide, aka water. Rowan, Rowan, it's not. <coughs> if I if I understood you correctly, you're trying to remove water from your system. Yes, wa- water is has a lot of deleterious effects when in the body. And most people, believe it or not, are actually um, too hydrated. Uh, but we'll be talking about this uh, later on in the mm. program for our, for our special feature because I'm very excited to bring bring this new exciting, uh, uh, not an opportunity, um, le- more of a, of, a, of a solution perhaps, a, um, a wonderful new solution in dieting. But I do... That is Simon Amy's specialty, from from what I've heard. Oh, absolutely! It's one of the many things that the man is is just um, resplendent at. Uh, but you know, yes, that uh, that that really that, that this conversation that we're having it really calls back to a, an instance, a, a moment that I had earlier this week. Now, I don't get a lot of days off of of work, you see, because I I work a very important and very very hard job. I love my job a lot. I love being a media disruption developer, but there's not a lot of time off. So when I get some time off, I like to take advantage of it. I like to go to the water's edge, go to the edge of Lake Michigan, and just think about all the things that are below the surface. Think about all the th- all of the, all the beauty that is that is in the world that we're trying to protect and promote using science and technology. And I was thinking. I, I, I was. I was thinking. I was thinking about all the rocks that were lining the the shore surface, and I, I was thinking about how these rocks must have been made over over thousands, possibly millions of of years of water hitting up against them, breaking them off into smaller pieces, eroding those rocks, forming them in in some way. And it really, it really does go to show you, Rowan. I'm I'm glad you brought that up, but. Frankly, one of the most erosive, one of the most truly ecology-changing things that exist naturally that we don't think about. We don't think about their negative effects until we're actually given these, this opportunity to have these conversations is, no, no, is, you, is water. Just think, just think about how much it changes the environment for I, I, better, but mo- mostly for worse. Absolutely, absolutely. And as we learn more and more about the, uh, the climate change that is occurring, it's becoming more and more apparent that water isn't as benign as it seems to be. When, when, you know, it's all well and good when it's a solid. It's all fine and it's easily contained. But as it melts... I don't think I don't see any good there. I don't see any good coming from it, and I'm glad that there are some people, Simon, Amy, primarily, who are taking a hard stance against that. But on on the subject yeah. of you of you working so much, um, and 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 having so little free time, I was, um, I've, have you been spending a great deal of time at your computer lately? At, at my computer, oh, of course. I mean, even even that instance, that situation that I told you about, I was in front of. Maybe five or six screens at that time, uh, with, because with, I'm never truly off of work. With with with, with internet, I'm assuming. Oh, uh, of of course, we live in a we live in a connected age. Well, I I find that quite interesting, considering that uh, how difficult it's been to reach you over email, 
when uh, when trying to get in contact about some of the uh, some of the solutions for wellness I talk about on the program, and you always express to me on air how interested you are, and and it, it, I I am extremely interested, Rowan. I it might be explained. I don't know what the what the reason is. We've talked about this privately a lot. It might be at the Tech Brothers, as you know, there are very very intelligent, very very hyperactive. We get sent a lot of emails. Um, we have very very hyperactive. Uh, a software that keep us from getting certain dangerous or malicious communications via all of the channels uh, on which we communicate, and especially well, as a media disruption developer, I, I have some. I, I helped work work on some of this software that that helped keep those those those, those sort of malicious well, ideas well, that's, away. That's, that's, be, that's all well. That's all well and good, Kai. That's all well and good. Yet when. I send an email from Simon Amy in terms of the uh, the payments that go back and forth. I oftentimes get a very uh, a very prompt response. Well, payments payments are another story, as I'm sure you understand. Uh, well, we can we can continue this discussion after the program. Um, I'm just I'm just glad Rowan, you're taking I, some I, time off. I can't stress. I'm glad you're right. taking some time stress. to reflect. Of course. Um, I can't stress how important digital currency is in, at, in this age. We can't trust. Personally, it's, it's my opinion that we can't trust physical, f- physical representatives of, of currency. We need to make it all digital. It's the, really the only safest thing if you truly, really think about it. That's 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 fair. That's fair. And and but I think I think it's time to to pivot away from this and these discussions, which uh, we'll yeah. be we'll be having later later after the show, um, with some of exciting course. new. You mentioned intelligence at the Tech Brothers, but how about extraterrestrial intelligence? Is that something that interests? Extraterrestrial. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, well, I am. I mean, Rowan, I don't need to tell you how interested I am in the unknown. Well, Ro, uh, well, Kai. Well, listener, listen up, because scientists from the University of Georgia Savannah have detected extraterrestrial radio transmissions coming from a planet orbiting Sigma Draconis, and that is nearly 18 light years away. Um, it's incredible. It's incredible stuff. It was a series of, of clustered, repetitive radio pulses that came through and and what the scientists did is they actually went and transcribed that into an mp3 through a Mm. number of of of, uh synthesizers and um procedural generations um and we have that clip for the listener tonight this is an this is in our eureka cast now Now, exclusive we now wait before we go into this, Rowan. You're telling me that they converted radio signals to an MP3 format. Do you, by any chance, know how that how how that would have been done? Was it just a simple simple transmittance, sort of like we we should understand from like an, an FM radio or something? Is is it really that simple? Uh, well, it's a wonderful question that you asked, but I think you misheard me. It's not an MP3. What it actually came through was is they decoded it from a sort of almost a binary file, a machine language file combing through 
all of these uh, this background noise. And then that was put into a MIDI format, which was then uh, treated properly and then given um, to us here at Eureka Cast Now. No one else, no one else but us to for transmission. It's it's so exciting. It's so incredibly exciting. Huh. It sounds like they, they gave it to you, Rowan. They sent this to the Simon Amy Institute of Spirit Sciences? Well, I, um, Simon Amy happened, and it's the organization, uh, both Simon Amy uh, Institute of Spirit Science, Simon Amy Solutions for Wellness, Mm -hmm. Simon Amy's Program for a New Love. Um, All of those. We know all of them, yeah. All of those and more. But there's a deep connection between the sort of teachings that Simon Amy has and many prominent xenobiologists, some of them, some of those xenobiologists mm-hmm. being involved in the uh, decoding of this transmission, and uh, some other xenobiologists who operate outside of academic framework. But uh, there is, there is a, um, we, there's a definite sharing of resources between those fields, uh, between our wellness field and their extraterrestrial research. I see. Well, so I love to hear about these these interactions between bodies for discovery and research out there, how they interact with each other, how different studies influence other studies. That that's that's really just fascinating to me. Thank you for sharing that, Rowan. Oh, no problem at all. I have um uh, I, nothing brings me more light and joy than the continued workings of Simon Amy and all of his children, his students, but that's neither here nor there. This is not about any of that. This is about the possibility of extraterrestrial life. Um, This signal that Hmm. we will be playing a little bit later uh, is clearly too complex to be merely a natural uh, pulsar or um, black hole. There is uh, essentially a uh, unanimous decision a um across all prominent xenobiologists and the sort of people who would be learned in this sort of thing that this is the real deal um but this planet is really quite interesting in and of itself it already had some attention on it before this transmission uh uh, gustav 67 um it had already been very very interesting to these scientists primarily for the reason of its of its unique turquoise color uh, it has a very methane heavy atmosphere which is which is not uncommon even in our own solar system but what's of extra course. interesting is that it's not just turquoise on the outside it's turquoise on the inside and the outside it, 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 so it's a, a completely in, turquoise inside, what do you in- what do you mean by the inside like the the core of the planet is turquoise inside and outside and there, additionally, this 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 uh, this this, uh, this uh, turquoise or or perhaps uh, azure um, planet. Uh, from that planet, we received these signals, and these xenobiologists, many of them esteemed in their field, are conjecturing that that uh, there might, in fact, be a azure man on this cerulean world and some of them maybe a little bit more in the fringe even say that this man himself might have a have a uh, an azure corvette and beyond that everything might be uh cerulean tim <laughs> excuse me <coughs> mm. this 
I mean, this sounds like it's the most some of the most promising evidence for extraterrestrial life that we we have we might have ever seen. And you know, Rowan, I am very excited to hear this uh, this binary signal that we got. I can't even um, I can't even begin to imagine what pertinent. It's only really okay. transcendental. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm so excited. It's only two seconds long. This was the the best they could record from these. Obviously, this the star system, seventeen light years away. Um, here we go mm-hmm. for the first time wait, wait, ever. Wait, wait, wait. So seven seventeen light years away, which means it would have taken seven. This signal has been traveling for roughly seventeen years prior to us in fact, receiving it. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so who knows if the Cerulean man and his Cerulean world are still around, but nevertheless, let us play this a exclusive, not just here, but in sh- not just Chicago, but in the world. Here it comes. Mm-hmm. There we go. That was it. I think we need to hear that again. What do you... I think we need to hear that one more time. I... Yeah, I, I need... I, I... Please do play it again. I, I need to I need to hear it. Now this... This signal has been playing from 17 years ago. It's a repetitive signal. Even now this continues to play. One more time. Now... Now, Rowan... There seems to be... There seems to be an issue with this signal. I, I'm looking at I'm looking at my responder. I'm looking at my antennae. I'm looking at my my graphics cards, and they there's they seem to be pulsating. They seem to be repressing the signal. Now I don't know what that means, but I do not think that at least with modern technology, with our current stage of technology, you are going to be able to send that signal to me. There seems to be some reaction some sort of antiviral reaction with my hardware that is keeping me from hearing that signal so unfortunately i was unable to to hear that signal and and that that is tragic but you know it's not just all the list it's not just tragic it makes me feel blue <laughs> i i agree i maybe maybe you know i've i thought about this a lot but maybe Maybe I, maybe my mind, maybe my psychology just isn't ready to hear it. Maybe that's the problem. Well, hopefully... Maybe my ears just aren't ready to hear it. Well, hopefully one day, if this is truly intelligent life that hasn't been snuffed out in in some point, and it's coming here and us sending messages there, maybe we will be able to make contact. Maybe we will be able to hear and let the world know, let this, this, this hypothetical man know that himself and everyone around don't have to be sad because he does got somebody to listen. I, I couldn't agree more, Rowan. You're really doing the Azure man's, Azure man's work out there. Hopefully one. Hope- and we appreciate you for it. Thank you, Kai. Thank you so much. Of course. Well, Thank you so much for that, Rowan. Um, but it's about time for us to get into you know, this week in in some science and technology news. Some some of the that was great. I am surprised that I didn't hear that news too. I'm surprised that B 
the researchers went directly to really any of the any of the Simon Amy properties prior to coming to the Tech Brothers. Is Simon, which is where I probably would have heard it. Simon Amy, uh, we call them fraternities or sororities, but mm-hmm. I have a number of, of email uh, sort of mail lists you could join as well as some book reading clubs, uh, which I have also been bringing up in the emails that um, have been blocked by our system. But please, I'm sorry, please continue. Sure. Of course. Um, well, what I have today is, I think, maybe not as revolutionary, but certainly exciting. My first story is that scientists at the University of Mongolia conducted a longitudinal study to determine whether deep learning algorithms would perform better than psychologists and psychiatrists in their fields. Well, if Uh, the AIs are not making people take poison or kill themselves, then I'm certain the AIs are doing a much better job than the present state of psychology and psychiatry. Well... You know, I again, as I say a lot, Rowan, I love your enthusiasm, but frankly, I'd like to hear some of the data. And without a uh, without jumping the gun a little bit, I would want I want to make it perfectly clear: everybody here at the Tech Brothers, and frankly, the vast majority of scientists believe, with you know a few exceptions, but the vast majority of scientists believe that mental health is no joke. Emotional health is nothing to ignore or to scoff at. They are all very important to somebody's general well-being. And, and why are we making any advancements in science and technology if we're not at first, first and foremost, considering the individual's well-being? What scientists at the University of Mongolia, though, theorized is that rather than these imperfect humans with their quote-unquote doctorate degrees or experience, uh, why don't we put a tried-and-true method of creating deep learning algorithms which are designed to change in response to certain stimuli, uh, why don't we design these to see if we could get better results from patients than, you know, than the, the doctors in their fields? Like, we've seen it happen before. We've seen that, that, that robots, that AIs, that algorithms tend to be better at, at a vast number of things from uh, a f- from balancing balancing budget reports or or you know crime or or just generally carrying out scientific experiments or or really like even even as far as starting physical businesses some of the some of the most the most prestigious and the most uh popular and uh, successful businesses many people don't know were actually started entirely from deep learning algorithms but that's a different story well, what my, we're doing now. There, Go ahead. There, there is there is a concept to with regards to mental health, very similar to deep learning. Um, it, it's called earthing, and what many people who have these 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 issues, these mental issues, find is if they take their shoes off and they go walk in the woods, the deep learning of the earth itself will actually exchange electrons with these individuals and go forth and and the mental health issues will simply dissipate. The deep will learn them to not think in unhealthy manners. Um, uh, I, I just no, want to... That's a very fun... That, that, is a, that is a very fun interpretation of, what, of what's going on. And I think, I think we might be able to... Uh, to really help you along and, and help you think about what these actual scientists are doing in sort of those <clears> terms. So if you can think about electrons being 
exchanged with the earth in a deep way, sure. Well, why don't we think about a patient talking to a psychiatrist, like a patient talking to a psychiatrist. They're going to miss out on a lot of those electrons. I mean, think about it. There are tons of electrons. Every single person's made of millions, billions, trillions of electrons. And people are necessarily going to miss out on all of those electrons passing by them. But a computer, a computer is able to detect every single electron that hits it, which is why the group uh, of scientists in Mongolia have developed and built a psychological AI package that they call a debug. Uh, and this is a package that uh, utilizes a shiny, super new deep learning algorithm. Think a nice, really ripe, hard, deep dirt that one might put their feet into. If you can envision that. Rowan, can you envision a, like a really soft, good dirt? Oh, I couldn't envision over several dozen varieties of a good dirt to dig your feed in based off of the dirt silt mud uh paradigm but i would be remiss if i asked you kai i is is everything all right over there at the at the at the labs the tech brothers uh work site or whatever i believe i heard a uh um a siren of some sort is is everything going as expected well rowan i don't need to i don't need to tell you that you can't make science without breaking a few eggs and that's why have sirens. This is what I say all the time when new hires or interns like to start complaining about uh, the sirens that go off, the alarms that go off. Why do? Why would we have sirens if we didn't expect them to go off all of the time? In the mi- they if if I mean, you know, if we didn't expect them to go off, we wouldn't have them. We only. We want to be as efficient as possible, which is why we have the sirens, which means they're going to go off. It just means, hey, go check something out, go reprogram something, go put something back in its cage. Whatever it may be, I keep my nose out of it, and it doesn't affect me too much. Well, I'm, I'm now s- back to this debug. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry ahead, for this digression. I, I do apologize. Of course. What they found with this advanced debug package, and this is prior to any of the results being published or anything, but at least in simulations, in... Uh, hundreds of uh, simulated patients, uh, they, they put debug the AI package up against some of the top psychologists and psychiatrists in, in all of Asia, in all of the, the mainland con- continent of Asia. Um, and what they found was that debug was able to diagnose patients with 30% more accuracy and 50% faster than actual certified uh, psychologists, which is which is really really fantastic, really fascinating. It it really is. Although I still once again wonder why a was a hike involved as part of the treatments in this study. Uh, remains to be seen, DF or or, uh, or Rowan. It remains to be seen, but I wouldn't put it past him. You know, debug is still in the works. Possibly when we come when we come up with these papers, what they're doing in these papers, however, is is, is even more interesting. So so what they're doing is they they've been able to. Ro, Rowan, are you okay, okay over there? Is it is it the uh, is it the detoxify? Are you cracking another another cold detox uh, beverage? It's it is a. Uh... It is a oyster mushroom flavored uh, sweat, uh, sweat fast, but we will talk about that later. Sure. 
it's, this seems to be a very demanding diet if you have to be doing it right now in the middle of some very interesting science. Wellness but, waits for no one. But I am super interested to hear about this paper. What they're using for this paper is sort of a revolutionary new idea. It's really, it's really a, a problem-solving question is how do you gauge how good a, a psychiatrist or psychologist really is in their field? I mean, it's an imperfect science. We don't have a lot of numbers. Some might say it's not a science at all. Uh, not me, of course. I, I, think, I think we all have a, have a good appreciation of, of emotional and mental health, at least at the Tech Brothers. But, you know, it's hard to put a number on all of these uh, all of the things that a psychologist or psychiatrist does in their field. So the metric by which these scientists are determining whether debug is in fact an optimal tool for uh, enhancing the mental and emotional well-being of a person is they have come up with a brand new metric of BPMs, which stands for breakthroughs per minute. So they're determining how many breakthroughs an average patient has while engaged with debug as compared to a, a standard psychologist or psychiatrist. And they will use this data to see really whether, you know, the human touch is really all that optimal in the first place when it comes to uh, mental and emotional health. That's, that's, it seems as though there's a lot of interest in removing the human element from uh, these traditional, traditionally very human fields, experiences, and and you do you feel this is a good thing? Well, I can sympathize with these scientists. Of course, I think that people are at the center of all science and technology that we come up with in research, development, and uh, analysis. But ultimately, I think that these scientists and really all scientists and all technological developers are looking for an optimized method. And it just so happens, people are pretty bad at taking care of themselves and other people. And I think that's a scientific fact. I would have to agree with that fact as well. Um, thank you, Kai. Thank you very much for that. So oh, oh, I'm just, hold on. Rowan, I'm, I'm just getting, a, through one of my channels, I've just received a very important uh, a, a very important report that's coming out of the Chicago Incubator for Space Exploration and Colonization that I think I would talk about it next week, but I think it's really pertinent right now that we talk about. Oh, okay. And Please. It's, it's, it's actually very related to what we talked about at the beginning about those deep, uh, th those deep the, signals from space. Yes, the, the signals coming in, the repetitive signals, yes. Now... From Gustav the, 65. To, I don't... Yeah, of course. Now I'm I'm, I'm getting some I'm getting some data in, uh, and I don't have all of the details on this, but it looks like in a very in a press conference that that is going on right now, uh, Chisek is 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 officially announcing a, an apology to the general scientific community, and also a a a plan to remove nearly a dozen. And this is a direct quote fake astronomical bodies. Hmm. It seems like over the course of their several decades of existence, uh, Trisec has, from, from what it looks like, has 
manufactured a number of very interesting astronomical bodies, such as the Meat Grinder Nebula and Planet Handsome 3641. Uh, and there's a few more. I wonder, I wonder if Gustav 66 is 60, uh, 65 is one of them. I, I mean, I don't want to, well, you know, well, Gustav, Gustav 66 would make sense to me because that planet is, it, it was improbable that that one existed, but I, yeah, I, it looks the, like Gustav 66 through Gustav 66 through 93 are all coming off of the official astronomical body charter as of today well i am going to have to make a few emails after this including to yourself but we are at the midpoint i promise that i will look for it i i i, I certain <clears throat> i'm sure you will i am absolutely certain you will um so we are moving now to the mid show meditation um we have reached the midpoint of the of the show this evening and with that, we are uh, like to take a moment to pause and reflect and let the mom help let the monumentous news um, coming out of science and technology really sink in. And to that end, we're going to take electrons into deep dirt. Uh, absolutely, into the deep, the deep cere cerebellum, and all of the deep parts, the deep, squishy, <laughs> moist parts and of the brain. Not my squishy. My, my brain is not very squishy, but we'll talk about that a little later. It's calcified. Uh, well, uh, we'll talk about that a little later. But for now, I want you to close your eyes, you the listener, and you, Kai, if you're so interested. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, sure, yeah. So close your eyes and imagine yourself in ancient Egypt, the dry sand of the Sahara, blows in your face as the crack of the slave driver's whip slaps painfully across your back. The granite block you drag behind you pulls heavily, yet you wipe the sweat from your eyes and push onwards. You look up at the half-finished pyramid towering above you and steel yourself for another sh pull as you think, well, at least I could be Pharaoh one day. Mumpin' Radio is brought to you in part by Mars Community Brewing, makers of Yakul, a wild ale with strawberries and lactose. Yakul was made to be strawberry tummy magic. Yakul is available in cans and on tap across Chicagoland in package stores and finer taverns. More information is at marsbrewing.com. That's M-A-R-Z-Brewing.com. What's Mars is yours. Witam Was na wschodnim bloku. Radio Lampen Chicago 105.5 FM. Muzyka z Polski i okolic ze mną Andrea Wońska. 
każdy miesiąc, w drugą niedzielę od 12 do 2 po południu. Bo przecież jeszcze radio nie zginęło. Lumpen Radio is brought to you in part by Working Bikes. Working Bikes, located at 2434 Southwestern Ave, is celebrating 20 years of giving old bikes new homes. Working Bikes is currently offering special sales to help send over 400 bikes to Zambia. In fact, Working Bikes has redistributed nearly 100,000 bicycles locally and globally over the last two decades. They're open Wednesday through Saturday, and more information about Working Bikes and their nonprofit mission is at www.workingbikes.org. My name is Eric, and my name is Scott, and we are here to help you picture a butter world. We are here to make all of your sweet cream dreams come true. The Butter Hours melt with us every first and third Tuesday of the month from 10 p.m. to midnight as we cycle through Vaporwave, Future Funk, Deep House, Disco, and more. On Lumpen Radio. Or the feeling back to music. And we are back. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. We were having a wonderful discussion about music, uh, this music in particular. Um, and this was a musical segment. I want it to be known. Uh, there are many of those out there who have accused the program, and by extension me, of working in uh, advertisements, PSAs, underwriting during our mid-show meditation. And I want those individuals to know that you have imagined things. What you heard in the middle of that mid-show meditation was merely your brain, <clears throat> you coming to terms with, um, with what your brain desires. And To that end, to that end, uh, quit, mm -hmm. quit libeling us on the internet, please. Quit that. Please don't do that. It's not going to get you anywhere. It's not. Ro Rowan, are you getting are you getting libeled on the internet? I wasn't aware of that. We are getting libeled on the internet. There's a number of uh, internet commenters out there and emails that I've received from trolls. And what have you, making mm. these baseless well, accusations? That's that's the thing about that's the thing about algorithms, uh, Rowan. It's that thanks to some very very uh, benevolent algorithms that have been created and devised from the Tech Brothers Laboratories, I never have to see anything negative ever. That sounds like a very great lane to be in. Yeah. I think it's the future of of the internet and Ro Rowan Rowan this sounds serious. Rowan, can you please how how long have you been on this this detox? Well, I'm glad you asked me about that because the answer is three days. And this is no detox, as uh, these charlatans on the internet have so proclaimed uh, these 
mixtures of various herbs and fruits you can find on the internet. Uh, mm. Totally baseless, completely and utterly devoid of any sort of proper reasoning. What instead I'm doing is what? a program that is based off of, of ancient Eastern practices and that, that extends back thousands of years. Um, this is not some fad. This is not some uh, uh, scam. What I am doing is has proof, ancient and modern, that it works. Well, you, you know, we hear... I have certainly heard a lot of claims made very in, in almost almost copy and pasted from what you you said of of certain things that I would one hundred percent agree disagree with and have been scientifically disproven. But I'm willing to hear you out, Rowan. What what is what are the details on this on the solution that you are engaged in right now? So I am partaking in a sweat fast. Now, a fast, as I'm sure is obvious, is a sort of way of uh, limiting your fluid and, and, and food intake in a manner uh, for various purposes. But the sweat fast is unique in that it is based on not just abstaining from food and drink, but also um, limiting the intake of food and drink uh, to an absolute minimum. Uh, so before I get ahead of myself, what, what the sweat fast is based off of is the ancient Buddhist practice of Sokushin Butsu, um, which is this incredible practice that takes place in, in Tibet and many of these very um, in ancient Buddhist worlds where a monk would self-mummify themselves essentially through um, cutting down on water and eating dry foods until they would pass as they were meditating and then thus be desiccated for all eternity in contemplation of nirvana. Are, are you, you, you're, you're saying that this procedure is, a, is, is effectively encouraging the body to cease, cease living for medical purposes. Mm -hmm. No, no, there there are a number of other Simon Amy solutions that cover that area. Uh, no, this we don't take it quite as far as the ancient Buddhists would. Um, we mm. it, it is only a two to four week program where during the sweat fast, you drink only your own sweat, uh, collected through a number of means that I will discuss shortly. But you drink only your own sweat, no other food, no other water, except for sweat fast. Wait. So, is is sweat fast? Sweat fast is sweat fast is not sweat, though. It it is, is that fair to say? It is not your own sweat. It is a another individual it's, it's sweat. sweat. It is another individual sweat that has yeah. been has been um, mixed with a number of few a few all natural herbs and medicinals that encourages the sweat process. Um, and the mm -hmm. beautiful thing is, is that those herbs and medicinals actually come out in your own sweat. So uh, it's sort of a self-repeating cycle when you sweat, when you go on a sweat fast with sweat fast. It's, it's sort of like a, it's sort of like a cast iron pan of sweat. 
you get all of the all of the flavors from all of the sweat that you've drunk coming through your own sweat. Absolutely, absolutely. And so while we're talking about this, let's go ahead and start off with what everyone's wondering. Um, what will the sweat fast do for you? Not sweat fast. Sweat fast itself is quite <laughs> obvious what it does. But the sweat fast, um, what that happened with, with that, you're talking about this earlier. There is water is not as good for you as many people in the Western sciences. The establishment will ha- will try to convince you. Water is actually quite dangerous. Rowan, Rowan, no, you're claiming that you're claiming that. However, individuals outside of the Western canon of of medicine believe wholeheartedly that water is. It, this is a popular belief. Is what you're claiming a popular and traditional belief? Uh, no, 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 no. Um, it's not popular or, or traditional. It is a permutation on a traditional practice where we took out the parts that we felt were affectatious and sort of boiled off the folk- folklore. And that's what we do at Simon mm. Amy. We, we, we find the root of the matter. Um, so what happens when you're on a sweat fast? Um, this is, these are the things that would happen to the t- two individuals if before they died. Um, and so you see things like you lose weight. There's all of this talk of water weight. Well, if you get rid of the water, the weight goes with it. So that's the first thing you can do. The body, the body is, I believe, a popular, popular statistic. And I'm not sure how correct it is, but I believe popular statistic is that the body is made of 70% water. And what we aim to with the sweat fast is to bring that down to thirty to forty percent. Um, and when you when that, you do that, that's dramatic. It's it is very dramatic, but and, and that's why the results you see are so dramatic in a good way. You lose the weight first and foremost. Um, then on top of that, you are gaining strength as your muscles dry out, your 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 flesh dries out. Um, what you see is is it, and this is this is very easy to imagine when the muscle loses water it becomes stringier it becomes tougher and it becomes more capable of exerting force um kai i have no doubt yeah. that you have had beef jerky as and as or as a steak as well and a steak is that correct i've i have i have indeed had beef jerky and a steak at the same time which is, I believe, what you've just asked me. Uh, well, it's unfortunate that you haven't, but I'm sure you would know that a beef, a, a piece of beef jerky, is much harder to pull apart and and chew and digest than a steak. Correct? Yes. Well, I have, I have seen. Yes, I've seen the stress tests. I've, I've observed stre- in laboratory stress tests of all animal-based project products for sort of material science reasons. Well, then you would know. <laughs> then you would know that the jerky having such a higher tolerance, such a such a more powerful ability to not pull up, be get pulled apart. It's all related to water intake. If you took Arnold Schwarzenegger mm-hmm. or one of these other uh, bodybuilders. And you dried them out. Imagine how much they could lift. It, it's incredible. But I think the more interesting thing is it, the the most 
uh, exciting thing about the sweat fast is that when your brain loses water and dehydrates even just a little bit, your wrinkles in the brain, they deepen. You have more surface area for your neurons. And on top of that, it lessens the space between lobes and wrinkles and neurons themselves. And then you get to think that much quicker because the neurons are so close to one another. Um, it's There's so many exciting things that come from this. There's, there's so... Now, now DF, I... I I like I like the sound of this. I, I think that some of the science is very interesting. You've touched on some very, very good and important points. Uh, but don't people... I've heard of dehydration as a problem, as a, as a medical problem that a lot of people go through. What, what makes this different? How is this different from just a standard dehydration that somebody would go to the hospital and be treated for rather than, you know be detoxed by. Well, there's a, there's there's a difference here because dehydration has to do with a lack of fluids, not necessarily water. No one can prove that it's necessarily water. It's just fluids. And what's beautiful about the sweat fast is you are intaking your own fluids as you lose them. And if you supplement it as I have been with sweat fast, then you are regaining liquid as well. So you're not being dehydrated. If anything, you are being filled with more fluid than you can stomach. Um, but of course, no one said that health was easy or that it would be pleasant, frankly. Now, we're I have to agree with you there, Rowan. Nobody said that health is easy. Now, I, I want to touch very quickly on um, where this can be found because I would absolutely um, mm -hmm. love – this is not a call to action. I am merely saying I would love it if the listener or listeners out there would, would give it a chance and see how it can change their life. And so what I would recommend to you is – uh, subscribe to the Simon Amy's Solutions for Wellness newsletter, which will be coming out uh, by the end of this month. And there you can put in information to uh, order Sweatfast, um, both the liquid and an informational packet um, through there. And with that, um, you get your choice of three flavors. There's ginger mint, chai latte and oyster mushroom i'm a huge fan of the oyster mushroom personally who who i have you covered now rowan have you covered who this sweat is being who is generating the sweat that you are drinking in these in these fluid elixirs in these cocktails that you are sent through the sweat fast program well it's it's not really the part of the uh the institute that that I'm familiar with. Uh, I, I personally, I'm more on the spirit side than the science side, and this is much more of a science issue. But there are uh, rumors that uh, it, it's a individuals handpicked by Simon Amy himself, and perhaps. And I don't know if I should be saying this on the radio. I don't know if uh, this is going to be a big deal. I, I, I certainly hope none of my coworkers are listening. But some of it might be Simon Amy's sweat himself. So don't don't tell you I t don't tell anyone I told you that. But uh, um, to that point, they're all they're all very reputable 
individuals whose sweat is being used for this. Um, certainly all within hygienic standards. Absolutely. I, I would only expect, yes, I would only expect the most hygienic in these circumstances. Well, I, I would love how, to go I, on and... <laughs> oh, well, Rowan, how, how long are you going to be? A few weeks is, is the length of time? How um, long are you doing this? Uh, um, it is uh, two to four months now to complete your sweat fast regimen, depending <laughs> on how much sweat they determine is in is, you are is in your body, how much water is in your body. There's um, uh, there's a number of calipers involved, um, and blood samples, um, mm-hmm. to absolutely you, you hear about personalized medicine about about customized medicine this is customized wellness and and the amount of water that is capable of leaving your body is determined on a case by case basis mhm i i hope you the best in this endeavor i would i i would ask you to as you might tell me listen to your body and don't do anything that is very detrimental to your your own well-being sometimes the body lies kai that's what you need to remember sometimes the body lies um and that and that, and that is that is some truth so i if we are we are um, we're a little over at the end of the show um kai how do you feel about moving on to some citizen science Rowan, i i would love to i'd love to see what the citizens out there have to say about the world around them well the the citizen science is our um weekly spotlight on some of the breakthroughs that occur in public some of the um the 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 top minds of individuals out there who give their opinions their thoughts their breakthroughs to um the public uh not for money not as part of their profession but as merely uh, light bringers and truth bringers um so i have a an excellent an excellent breakthrough, something to really uh, churn the mind. Um, from Dmitry Dadyamov um, on Twitter, which is, by the way, Twitter is an excellent place to see the absolute um, cutting-edge opinions and uh, and breakthroughs that you'll find in society. Um, it's it's the people journal. It really is. It really. Um, I think nature. Um, could take something from Twitter and, and, and you know, really bring something into that. Um, JAMA. Some... Go, go ahead. No, the Journal for the American Medical Association, also another another pub- uh, publication that could that could take some cues from Twitter. No, nobody really reads those. You can't prove to me that anybody actually reads those journals. But hundreds, thousands, millions of people every single day read the Twitter, the Der Journal of Twitter. And, and and this has set, uh, almost a this has about a thousand hearts. So clearly, this was a point that was well received. So from once again, Dmitry mm-hmm. Dadyamov, um, Apple is Gryffindor, Google is Ravenclaw, Amazon is Hufflepuff, Facebook is Slytherin. Keep this in mind, and everything in tech will make sense. Now, I don't I don't particularly consider myself a part of tech, as it were. I consider myself more a part of uh, of. Uh, um, science and wellness. Um, wh- how does this? How does this resonate with you, Kai? This this is this is a fascinating. I mean, tr- truly, there's. I of course exist in nothing but tech for ninety nine percent of my personal life, and 
this all seems very obvious to me, but maybe for some of the people that don't really live in tech and, and know so much about tech, this could be a good in this this could this is a great citizen science because it teaches people things that people like me who are in specialized specialized fields already know. In and it teaches them it teaches it to them in their own language. And that's why I love citizen science. Uh, what would you say, Tech Brothers? What what Hogwarts house would Tech Brothers be in? I, I was just thinking that myself. And, and that's, it's actually, I think of Tech Brothers as very different from all four of these institutions. So I think in my personal, from my personal analytical mind, I think of Tech Brothers as being like a fifth, a fifth one that it's like, uh, like Dumbledore's special squad. Like, you know, for some of the, the sorting hat gets put on everybody and it puts people into special categories or whatever, but it, 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 it takes a, Dumbledore decides to like take a few aside. The sorting hat calls him over and he's like, and the sorting hat goes to Dumbledore. They don't fit into any categories. They need to be in a special category that runs the whole thing from the background. And that's where I see, that's the section that I see tech brothers in. Well, that is a very, Interesting interpretation of J.K. Rowling's seminal work on magic spelled with a K. Um, mm -hmm. I'd like to close, so that was wonderful, but I'd like to close on a quote, um, as I always do, a quote by a, by a notorious, a famous scientist uh, that many people might not know. I personally love this individual. This is a quote from Cormac D'Angelo, Ph.D., a remarkable do medical doctor uh, that I've been following for a very long time. Um, and I particularly like this quote that they said. Um, they said, science is not for everybody. It's for anybody. And I think that's, especially coming straight from that citizen science that we just did, I, I think that's a powerful statement. I think it's a wonderful uh, statement. I think it is so important for people, even without traditional science or technology training, to come forth and express their opinions and their own personal breakthroughs so that we can weigh that perhaps even more so than the evidence that is put forward by the by the establishment if it were the 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 ivory towers sure i y yes i suppose in a way eureka cast now is meticulously researched produced and presented with the support of tech brothers new media labs in chicago illinois we are rebroadcast every saturday evening 8 to 9 p.m. cst on wlp and lp 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio. If you'd like to get in contact with us, please follow us at EurekaCast on Twitter. That's EurekaCast on Twitter, where we are always uh, posting some, you know, very, very thought-provoking quotes by some seminal scientists and researchers. Rowan, do we have any other ways of, of getting in contact with us? <laughs> yes. Um, if you do engage in other forms of social media, please feel free to find us at facebook.com slash awcyfm. Uh, that is facebook.com slash awcyfm. We have received this domain name through a number of things that will be addressed, um, perhaps never. Um, and likewise, send an email to us at awcyfm at gmail.com. That's awcyfm at gmail.com where you can share with us any technological, scientific, or spiritual breakthroughs you've witnessed or participated in. 
Additionally, if you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the program, feel free to reach out at that email, which is once again, awcyfm at gmail. (coughs) I need another sweat fast. Hold on. Rowan, what's the daily, daily dosage of that? How many are you supposed to drink a day? Whenever, whenever you feel thirsty. Which is all the time, I'm, I'm guessing. Yes. Yes. This is not oyster mushroom. They sent me the wrong can. Um, Chicago allows here at AW, excuse me, at Eureka Cast now to say, may you... <laughs> This is an oyster mushroom. This is an oyster mushroom. 